Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. My name is Eric Thomas, and I am the host of the show. And this podcast is powered by Rival Digital, which is a full-service digital marketing agency for HVAC contractors. Hello again, and welcome back to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Thomas, and I am the host of this show. Today, we are joined by none other than Chuck Worley from Worley's Home Services. Chuck, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Yeah, Chuck, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I know we've been trying to get this aligned for a while now, and I'm, I'm excited yeah. that we finally got it worked out. And uh Excited to talk to you. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Cool. So, Chuck, why don't you go ahead and uh, just introduce yourself a little bit more and uh, and tell the listeners about your business. Um, sure. That'd be great. Yeah, number one, I'm flattered that you called me and invited me on. It's uh, pretty uh, humbling, man. It's, it's great. It's, uh, so, yeah, so I own um, Worldly's Home Services. We're a, a home services company, heating and air conditioning um, electrical, plumbing, we do uh, crawl space encapsulations, and we'll get into what's stuck in Chuck's crawl and how that uh, was uh, popped into my mind and uh, the madness on Facebook that we have fun with. But we do insulation. I got a spray foam rig. We do spray foaming. Um, just really kind of enter- anything about the building science of a home, you know, what problems you have from mold to mildew to, to whatever. But my goal is to kind of uh, fix houses. Um, kind of how I got started was my um, dad was a Navy CB. And anybody familiar with the CBs in the Navy, kind of the construction force. So I didn't realize when I was 12 years old, my dad was training me for my career when I'm holding up ductwork underneath the house. I have no idea what the heck I'm doing except getting <laughs> yelled at by a Navy chief. And um uh, I mean, my dad could do anything. He was an amazing guy. He could fix anything. He could kind of just, yeah, I mean, there's just nothing. My dad's one of my heroes in life, and he just uh, taught me hard work, character, integrity, or get your bell rung. So uh, he's he's just a grinder. Um, you know, my, my go-to is uh, Worley's work. And uh, as, uh, as we talked about a little earlier is that uh, um, I realized really early in life Almost failing in, in third grade, I was had an LD. I was a learning dys, dyslexia. Failed, almost failed out of sixth grade. Almost failed out of high school. Almost failed out of the apprentice school at Newport News Shipyard. So I really learned early on that I was never going to outsmart you. But I will outgrind you every single day. I'm going to work, and I'm going to put time in. I'm going to pound you, and it's just, just what I do. And it's, you know, giving my dad a lot of credit on the um, character and integrity early on and then the grind. My dad's working as a chief all day and coming home and building additions on houses in the night. He just, you know, I'm like, he, he did teach me this, that you can be successful working half days. You just have to pick which 12 hours you're going to work. Yep. So <laughs> just from an early thing. So kind of yep. my, my start, grew up in, uh, my dad was stationed in Norfolk. Uh, sixth grade is when I got here, so I feel like I'm kind of a Hampton Roads guy, seven seven five seven guy. Uh, went to St. Pius, went to Norfolk Catholic High School. Ended up, uh, um, I was a state champ in uh, wrestling, and that's how I got into the apprentice school. I got recruited to wrestle there, 
and um, it, it changed my life, changed the course of my life. It uh, um, was an amazing, amazing ride. I wasn't crazy about the shipyard. I did not like it. I knew as soon as I got there that I was not going to be there 50 years, <laughs> but uh, um, almost failing out every single semester. Uh, thank God they let us retest. Uh, yeah. But I did graduate, and um, when I graduated uh, in 93, um, uh, 95 is when the layoffs hit. So I said, all right, well, all my eggs are in one basket. I got to get out of the shipyard before I get laid off. And Because uh, once you graduate from the apprentice school, you're not safe anymore. So um, went to work for a couple companies, and really when I decided to open my own company is while I'm working for these other companies, was pretty successful in – um, you know, service install, and then went into uh, estimate design, CAD drawings, load calculations, and then ended up in uh, sales, which is really where I, you know, kicked off my career and changed my life. And um, had a lot of great people in my life impact my life, where they invested in me, they invested time in me, and heart into me, and you know, showing me that I could, I could, I could be more than what I was, and really. Um, I mean, I could mention, you know, I mean, 50 guys that really changed the course of my life that that I want to do the same thing back to guys that work for me, that believing in them, investing in them, sending them to school, paying for their school. You know, it, it it's um, we have a big too much is given, much is expected. And I feel like the the investment that I'm making to people, I know people are going to leave me. I know people are going to move on and stuff. But you know, whether they open their own company, I just helped one of my plumbers that left me open his own company. I helped him do it, showed him bookkeeping and, you know, gave him the right CPA. And like, I think it's important um, just looking back on my life that the people that poured into me, I want to pour back into other people. And, um, you know, kind of back to how I got to opening my own company was I'd sell these jobs and, you know, character and integrity, I told you, it was really important to me early on. And, um, from the chief, you know, <laughs> growing up, but if, if, you know, I'd sell this job and then they'd send out, you know, the crack crew and they'd install it upside down or just, you know, I'd come back and look at the job and I'd be like, Oh my God, that is not right. And the companies that I, you know, worked for, I did work for a few really good ones and picked, took some good stuff and left some bad stuff with some other companies I worked for. But I just said the only way I'm going to be able to control the final product of a job is for me to start it, me hire the people, and me get the job done, me come back and look at the job. And that's in 2001 when I opened up um, my company, Energy Efficient um, Heating and Cooling, which morphed into Energy Efficient Solutions, where we started doing plumbing and crawl space encapsulations and kind of doing the whole building science, blower door testing, negative pressure testing on houses and figuring out what is the problem. Is it the heat pump? You know, hey, it might be just you need to add some insulation to the house. Well, as my dad used to say, every man armed with a hammer treats everything as a nail. Well, the problem with that is if a contractor comes in and a homeowner says, hey, I'm going to call an insulation guy, he's got one hammer. He's going to hit you with insulation. I'm going to save your house by putting in insulation. They might not even need insulation. The problem is that contractor only has one tool in his bag. And that's a heat pump. If it's a heat and air guy, it might be just a duck guy. He's got one hammer. With me, I come in with a tool belt. And I'm like, hey, look, why don't we do insulation this year? You know, we can get a couple more years out of that heat pump or the duct work. So all of a sudden, I started getting into all these other 
uh, trades. I ended up uh, just this past year or so, ended up uh, getting a home improvement contracting uh, license. So I can do additions and all that. I'm not interested in that at all. My goal is to stay in the service industry, heating and air, electrical, plumbing, crawl space, insulation, really the kind of service part of the house. Let everybody else doing the building stuff. Um, me just fix the houses that have may not been built necessarily as good as, you know, my dad would have done it. Right. So um, I always joke with uh, builders that if a builder is going to build a house, he's going to build a different house for um, his wife than he will for your wife. <laughs> so it's, you know, so when I go into these houses five, 10 years old, you know, builders don't really like what I say about them because they're not about the builder at all about yeah. the house is every house is a, is a different um, situation, but they're all a system. They all work together as a system. So when I did start expanding and seeing all these other projects, I was subbing stuff out and you know, the problem is I can't control the final product if I sub it out. So because those employees don't work for me, they don't know my standard. They don't know my standard of employee. They don't know my standard of, of, of construction or what I want done. And again, we are not perfect. We make mistakes. But I think the difference between the good guys and the bad guys is, you know, hey, why don't you go back and fix it? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's important. Again, bad things happen every day in contracting. Um, but what separates the good guys and the bad guys are the guys that's wanting to go back and make it right. Um, but yeah, and there's some great other companies out, out there. Um, I'm prejudiced. I think mine's the best. Um, <laughs> I do. Uh, I do think there's some great other companies out there that I respect immensely. And um, I've even got some mutual friends that my son, who's absolutely a freak of nature, he. Uh, uh, he's 26 years old, running a six million dollar company, and he is—he's—he's um, he's an amazing kid, and um, extremely, extremely proud of what he's done in his life. And uh, um, I'm extremely proud of the fact that he chose to uh, come to work for me and to help me um, produce this dream. Sorry, mm -hmm. I get emotional when I talk about my son, but oh, that's good. He's uh, he's an amazing kid. I mean, yeah. kind of to tell a cool story about him is he's he sees my struggle a couple couple years ago. My um, I uh, uh, went through a pretty nasty divorce. Um, was married for twenty some years and um, trying to figure out what I was going to do in my life. I went to work for a couple different companies, and uh, um, when I got divorced, I ended up selling my company and. The guy that bought my company didn't necessarily pay what he's supposed to pay, so it put me in a financial debt spiral. I had an 803 Beacon score when it started and a, about a 500 Beacon score about uh, 12 months later and got started, you know, his, the agreement was to pay debt and debt didn't get paid and all that debt came back on me and 2015 forced me into bankruptcy, which, again, just destroyed me Um uh, emotionally, personally, you know. Um, so the cool story is God is a redeemer. And um, like I said, I know nothing but grind. And um, my son is, uh, ended up going to Division One in lacrosse, had got a scholarship to go to New Jersey, 
we live on a five acre farm in your town and going to Newark, New Jersey, it was a culture shock to anybody who's been to Newark. So, Newport News, uh, bad news, yeah. Virginia's scary, but let me tell you something, Newark's scary. Yeah. So, so he goes up there for a year, um, six surgeries in four years, uh, just uh, college career didn't really work out in lacrosse from surgeries, but ended up transferring back to CNU. What a great place that is Christopher yeah. Newport is awesome I love that school my daughter graduated in 19 Chase graduated in 18 but um awesome. but um but anyway he comes in I'm trying to figure out at 47 years old what the heck I'm gonna be doing with the rest of my life I'm working for a couple other companies I'm not really happy my son's like dad won't you just go back into business and me starting at zero and scratch with no trucks no customers and I just, man, I'm not knocking on doors at 47 years old, you know? So <laughs> I said, so the guy I was working for, I was working for the crawlspace company in 2016, 15. And, um, I was, I was struggling. And, uh, um, I mean, I remember in 2015 before I even started working for the crawlspace company that, I mean, I'm scrapping metal to eat. Like I am like the bankruptcy, the, the, it was horrible. So, in 2016, I bought the company um, and, you know, had three employees and uh, I doubled the size of it in like five months, um, only doing a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. And in uh, uh, 2017, I bought Rick's Eating and Air. They, uh, they wanted to go. I don't know if anybody knows Rick and Gay, but amazing people and uh, had a train dealership for 27 years and they wanted to go into full-time ministry. And uh, long story short, I made that, they, they did it, and I uh, bought the company from them. And the fact that they trusted me with a handshake, um, you know, I mean, we did write stuff down, gave me sure of that. But it was really, they're like, we want you to have our company, and we know you're going to take care of our customers. And that was very humbling. That was, a, yeah. that was a cool, cool thing. And, you know, Brad and Cherry with the Crawlspace Company, I mean, just really a handshake. Of course, we had something in writing, but... They trusted yeah. me because it was all owner financed. I mean, I didn't have a pot to pee in. It was, it was nothing, and they trusted <laughs> me, and that meant so much to me. And and so doubled the size of Ricks um, in in really a year. And then um, I'm really good at getting business and driving business. And my son, as I was starting to tell you, it he is an amazing. He's kind of the perfect storm of me and my ex wife is her brains and my work habits. And so he's the one that really talked me into to buying the companies and just starting over. He said, dad, you're not happy. He said, you know, and I said, well, I'm not going to do it without you. So if you want to do it. So as a sophomore in college, he's running payroll with five to 10 guys working for us. He's carrying 18 to 21 credits per semester. He's working 50 hours a week for me. So all these people that say, I can't go to college and work. Ha! Yeah, it's, right. Yeah, you can do it if you have a dream and you have a, a, a work ethic. You can do anything. And mm-hmm. my son was really my my backbone of me going and he opened my abilities to go get business. And in the second year in business, um, or excuse me, the, by the third year in business, we had passed almost uh, what one point seven five in business uh, million, and it was because he was doing all the back end stuff, like all the office stuff. I never touched the office. 
And it allowed me and freed me up to do what the heck I do best. And that's go get business. And mm-hmm. it's he's the perfect storm. I'm the perfect storm. We're great in business together because we both are great at two different things. If we were both great at the same thing, um, that would not be good, right? Yeah. So he's uh, he's an amazing kid. And and, and I said, anybody under 30 is a kid. So he's still a kid. He's 26, <laughs> right? Yeah. So he, uh, he kind of does the back end, runs the office. He's got managers in place now um this past uh year or in 2019 we did um uh 3.5 million we grew 101 percent growth um you know bought a couple other little small companies uh merged them in uh to our system that chase has really created um and like i said it's 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 an amazing story to go from three hundred thousand dollars to we'll pass we're we're eighty percent up from last year to this year um we brought on a plumbing company i ended up buying a small plumbing company the guy had a heart attack and died and uh we kind of uh took that took the the customer base over and they had two two three plumbers and now we got eight in 12 months so we're really good at at systematizing and um creating these smaller businesses and putting them into the system and doubling and tripling the size of the company that we purchase. So um, that's kind of been our magic. Uh, we don't do much uh, marketing, we kind of acquisition, uh, take those customers in. We pick up all the employees that we can keep. Um, we do have a standard to have 10 commandments of an employee, uh, which I would share with anybody if they want to see it, but it's, um, it's, you know, character, integrity, do the right thing, teamwork, you know, um, you know, nobody biting other, you know, everybody yeah. helping. I, I talked when we first started about, um, look, if you're not helping somebody below you, you're, you're not a team player. You know, you're not trying to help somebody expand their career. Um, you know, these new guys, I've got several kids working. I said, again, anybody under 30 is a kid. <laughs> I got these kids working for me that, you know, they're just coming out of college, college degrees, and they want a career. And they can't, you know, they got biology degrees and they can't make any money in biology. Right? Again, I say that my daughter Skylar's in an internship. She's a biology major in, yeah. in Corpus Christi, Texas uh, this year. So it's, it's just really hard to uh, support a family with that um, unless you get lucky. I mean, it's a tough, yeah. tough business, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, you got guys making fifty, seventy-five, dollars $100,000 a year in the trades um, it's possible. You got to be a grinder. You got to go to work. But you know, I, I think back about all the people that invested in me. I want to make sure that I'm that company that people want to work for. That people want to come to work for me because they know I'm going to invest in them. You know, and again, I know eventually I'm going to have people that come and leave, but I, that can't stop me from doing the right thing, right? Yeah, you know, it just can't stop me. We. You know, I had a guy um, give me a hard time. We support we supported over 100 ministries just in the past four years. So we've been it's amazed from building churches through ICM ministries to local ministries to I, I love uh, helping people. And I believe much is given, much is expected. And I know when I think back of all the different things that have happened in the last four and five years from in 2015, scrap and metal to eat to the business that God has trusted me with is um, it's kind of overwhelming. Sometimes it's uh, um, sorry, I get emotional about 
some uh, stuff, but fine, it's yeah. uh, um, it is it is a huge responsibility. Um, when I see the revenue and I see the money in the ministries and the stuff that we've been able charities and stuff we've been able to help, um, making a difference is a big deal. If this is all about me, um, I don't know, man, it'd be awful lonely, mm-hmm. right? It'd be awful lonely. And, um, I feel like that, um, I, I remember a couple of years ago when that we had that huge growth and, in, in 2019, bursting into tears at the end of the year, realizing the impact that we've made in other people's lives. And uh, it's overwhelming um, sometimes that um, I really know that the, uh, the responsibility of um, people trusting you and their livelihoods and their careers um, mm-hmm. in me, it means a big deal to me. And, uh, I think it's why we have the people that we have and we've had some good people come. We've had some good people leave. Um, I will tell you this, I've never lost anybody I wanted to keep. And, um, cause wow. there's, um, you know, I mean, people move or, you know, yeah. your wife gets a, you know, dream job, hundred thousand dollar a year job. Yeah. All right. I might lose that guy, but, um, you know, but it's, it's, I don't know. I think it's really important uh, to take care of your employees, investing into your employees. Um, we just sent one of our uh, younger guys to Texas for a month, um, spent almost $10,000 on the kid to because I believe in him. And uh, I made a huge impact in him. But at the same time, he's investing back into us. I mean, he's yeah. taking care of my customers. And, you know, I get compliments on him all the time about, man, that guy is so young, but he's really smart, you know. Well, the reason yeah. he's smart is because we're investing in him and he's investing back in his career. You yeah. know, that's the guys I want. I want guys that are that that want to be better than what they are today. Because if you're just, um, you know, I came out of the shipyard. There are so many guys that that been there for 20 years that really had one year of experience 20 times. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you, know, you know, a guy like that. It's, yeah. yeah it's, He's, that's not what I want. And again, not that I was a great employee at the shipyard, but I, <laughs> that is a crazy place, but I love it. I mean, it was a great career path for me and a great start. And I've got a tremendous amount of friends um, at the shipyard that invested into me and believed in me. And a couple of them talked me out of quitting, you know, <laughs> it's like, man, it's a good, good school, you know, and, and yeah. it, it's just a, Different. I definitely like uh, like working on houses. Uh, um, oh yeah, it's kind of my kind of my magic, I guess. Or um, and our goal is for a customer to call me and to never ever call anybody else. If we come in and do a great job on your heat pump, you're never not going to call a different crawl space guy. You're like, man, Chuck's guys are here. They came in. Their butt crack's not showing. They're in uniform. <laughs> you know, they're professionals. They're they're uh, you know um, yeah. It, I think it's important, and our goal is to be the one-stop shop for home services. You call us, you'll never call anybody else. That's right. Um, it's that's kind of our our story in a nutshell, you know. But I do one of my secrets to success is surrounding myself with people smarter than me. Um, there's I, 
And my biggest learn from that was when I first started in 2002, I hired a guy who was an amazing service tech. And I'm on the phone. I didn't even have a secretary at this time. Like, I didn't have anybody answering. So I got two phones. I got my cell phone. I got the office phone. Like, I got two people standing in line, and the service tech busts into the door. And he goes, man, I'm fixing this. I got this. I got this. And I'm, like I said, I got two phones in my ear. I got a person standing behind him. And, and, and he's just like, man, I, he goes, you don't even know what the heck I'm talking about. And I said, I won't tell you his name, but smart. I'm probably one of the smartest guys I've ever met. And I said, if I knew everything you knew, one of us would be unnecessary. And he yep. sat back and he went, so I'm going to go fix this heat pump. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. <laughs> like, if I'm the magic in every single department, I am not going to have a big business. If I have to be the man at everything, I'm I'm not going to have a huge business. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's bringing, I've met guys like that. They want to be King Kong. Like, I don't need to be, I don't, I, like I told you, I don't even touch the office. It's the chase runs the office. If, if, if I was as good as him at that, then we wouldn't have the business we have, you know? Yeah. So finding that great service tag, have, finding that great plumber, finding that great electrician, finding that great crawl space guy, you know, trying to find a guy that's great at what he does, find your niche in the business. The bigger, I'll tell you a story that, that Steve Wessler, some, some y'all may know, he, he was the first guy I ever hired in 2001. He's done install. He's done some service he's done, but now the bigger we get the opportunities open up. He's now running our warehouse and our, our life has changed. He has made, I told you I'll get emotional about my people. Like he has made a significant difference in our business by helping us organize our office and helped. He's an HVAC guy, but helping our plumbing and electrical division by organizing. He's a bit OCD, which is great for a warehouse guy, but manager, but he, um, you know, he's changed our business. You know, it's, it's neat watching people grow in our business. And it's my responsibility to build the business and to grow the business to give these guys another opportunity. You know, I told you about the one guy I just invested all the money sending him to Texas. He started out as a crawl space guy with a college degree. He didn't know anything. Within months, he was designing duct systems and, and not designing, but like installing duct systems and mm-hmm. running a duct crew. Within months, the guy's running maintenance. Within, you know, within a year and a half, I, I invested in him to, to go to Texas. Now he's a full fledged service tech making. I don't know, 50, 60 grand a year in his second year with us. So given be, it's my responsibility to build a business big enough that people have the opportunities to grow. Yeah. It's it's I think, I think it's my responsibility. And you know, we hired a corporate chaplain chaplain last year, you know, um, investing into our people. You know, some people might not come to me and or might not go to church or whatever, but they don't have somebody to talk to. Um, Chris, Chris Hoyt is my corporate chaplain and he is amazing. And like, he's calling the guys if they need prayer, if they need to, if they have somebody, they don't go to church or they don't have anybody to call and their mom gets sick or goes to the hospital, he'll go to the hospital with them and he'll just be there as a, as somebody for them to talk to if they need. Um, I think these are the type of things that are really important in growing our business. I feel like if you grow Grow the person, like helping somebody be a better person or helping somebody get through stuff so that, you know, whether it's 
happy, you know, happy wife, happy life. You know, if you're having, you know, problems at home, you're not, you know, giving them somebody that they can talk to, you know, to help them personally, man, they're never going to leave us because we're investing in them. We want them to be better. And we just invested into um, Dave Ramsey, which is a, a Christian financial guy. We just invested as a company. We just spent $3,500 investing into this uh, Dave Ramsey corporate plan where every app that he has is free to everybody that works for me. And well, I think we're up to 30 some percent of the 50 employees we have that have already signed up and in, into that program. Why is that important? Because if a guy's thinking about he can't, pay his mortgage on Friday, is he really going to be thinking about that great install that we expect? Nope. No way. Nope. No way. He's thinking, oh my God, my wife's going to cut my foot off when I get home. You know, she's, yeah. you know, it, it's, but if I take that and set him up to where in two years from now, he's debt free, he has no bills that allows him to put money into the 401k plan. And the guy's got a half a million dollars in 20 years from now in this 401k plan at 55 years old, he can make a decision, okay, I can retire, yeah. you know, or he's got his house paid off. And he, you know, Chuck, I really don't need to work full time. Okay, that's great. Like, yeah, investing into people, I think, is what is life changing, um, at least to me, um, is seeing somebody go from a crawl space guy to, you know, whatever he wants to be in, 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 in our industry or in our thing. Yeah. So, Anyway, it's uh, it's been a fun ride, man. It's scary, bankrupt. Um, the other thing on the bankruptcy, I started to tell you the uh, God is a redeemer. Um, I have paid off. I've been bankrupt in 2015 on 70 people, friends, family, and I have paid off 65 of the 70 people. And I filed Chapter Seven, so this is not a reorganization. Chapter Seven is. You don't owe any, any anybody. It wipes everything clean. And I felt like my name was attached to it. Even though the guy sold the company to agree to pay him, I got a 17-page contract to prove it. He didn't pay him. It's got my name on it. It's not their fault that my wife divorced me, and it was not their fault that um, he did not pay them. My name is on it. It is my character, and my integrity is being challenged. And in 2015, when I was scrapping metal, God gave me that vision that said, you're going to pay everybody back. Now, as I'm scrapping metal, cutting my hands, trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing to make money on $3 copper, um, <laughs> I'm like, you've lost your mind. Like, what are you talking about? I can't even I can't even get a burger right now. So, yeah. which I should go back to that because I am chunky now. But, um, but <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so uh, maybe I need to go back to that. The king of county grill. Down. Yeah. So, so anyway, I've paid everybody back. I've got five companies left that I have to pay back and they will, by the grace of God, be paid back in full. The goal is 2021 to pay back everybody. So that is a, God is a redeemer and amazing, amazing what he has done. And it was hundreds of thousands of dollars that we were able to, uh, to pay back, which is just awesome and just makes me smile. Yeah, man. Let's uh, let's talk about what Duck and Chuck's crawl. That's something. Yeah, that, that's a man. That's, that's a something fun. I I enjoy. I enjoy looking at those, seeing the old Budweiser cans <laughs> and 
rats and all the other stuff that you find. Let's talk about that. What was the inspiration so, behind that? So I'm underneath. So I'm, um, I just bought the crawl space company in 2016 and I'm crawling underneath the house and I'm like, I'm coming out and I see this, like probably a plumbing pipe cut through a rafter, you know, or through a choice. <laughs> and I'm coming out there and I'm just I'm like, man, it just really pisses me off. And I see not just a homeowner doing it. That's fine. They didn't pay anybody. But when you pay a professional, I expect a professional job done. No matter what the price is, the right job should be done. So I go under that coming out of the cross base. Of course, my fat butt trying to get out of the cross base door. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, so I'm coming out there and I'm thinking grandma used to have this thing that, that something gets stuck in her crawl space, crawl, and she'd just be ready to tear you a new one, right? So that's mm-hmm. kind of my inspiration was it's, yeah, so what's stuck in Chuck's crawl kind of came out of the crawl space thinking, all right, what's stuck in Chuck's crawl today? So I've sent this post out on Facebook, and and that's how it started. What's stuck in Chuck's crawl came from Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So and what are some of the craziest of, stuff you've seen? Yeah, kind of top of mind awareness from – I mean, I'll see dead rats, I'll see live rats, I'll see snakes, I'll see snake skins. And, you know, for 250 sexy pounds, I move really fast when I see those <laughs> things in a cross space. I, what's, that, what's that old, uh, uh, the replacements or whatever, the football? He's like, I'm really uh, nimble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the punter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really nimble. But, uh, yeah, oh, it's, uh, it's awesome. I have a lot of fun with it. And, uh you know, it's, it's, you know, when you're in back then, man, I was in five, 10 cross bases a day. So it was, I had plenty of opportunities to see stuff. Yeah. So, but lots of fun, lots of fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember seeing the, it looked like an old beer can or something like a Budweiser can. Yeah. Yeah. The guy was working underneath the house. I think it was probably a new construction, but they were the, probably the framing crew or whatever out there with the old Budweiser can. Uh, it was lots of fun, lots of fun. S- sneaking in a, uh, a break beer in between during your break. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Chuck, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. This has been awesome. I appreciate the opportunity, man. That's it. I love telling my my story. It's so unbelievable to me what, what God has done in my life. And uh, – how much you trust me and, and with the responsibility of all these people and it's, um, but hopefully I'm, um, making him proud. So hopefully uh, you're that well done, good and faithful servant. Right? That's right. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Awesome. Well, Chuck, uh, what are some ways that people can learn more about your business or get in touch uh, with you? Yeah. Call Whirlies. Um, my, uh, um, it, com. Um, and then 757-215-4075 is um, our main line. So 215-4075. And, um, yeah, feel free to call me. We are uh, definitely in the industry of uh, helping people. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I want to invest back in my, my industry if there's anything I can ever do for, for any of my, you know, uh, competitors or they got questions i'll tell them all the mistakes i made so they don't have to make them <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i'd love to tell you i'm smarter than everybody i'm not i just surround myself with people smarter than me that's the way to uh, go man and just out grind them all like i said that's right nobody, nobody gets the outwork the owner so. that's right absolutely good deal well chuck i hope you have a uh, a great rest of your day and uh 
thanks again for coming on the show. I appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot for calling me. Yeah. All right. Talk to you soon. 